Kestrel Country podcast, where we discuss the people, places, and events all around Kestrel Country. Welcome to the Kestrel Country Podcast, another episode. I'm your host, Mike Church, joined here once again by my lovely wife and co-host, Catherine. Hello, hello. And we are here in the new studio. I am, aka the basement of our office. Thanks to Christina for making us look more professional than we are. (laughs) Definitely than we are, because we had to include a run home to get the power cord. That's true. Yep. It's um, almost school time. We go back to school on Monday. Officially mid-August, and it's, uh, yeah, been a great summer. Hot, muggy. Um, any any big events? So before we get into it, we're going to talk a little bit about the market. Um, I'm sure it's really all around the country. Everybody's wondering about the real estate market. It's one of mm-hmm. those things that's been in the headlines, and we get asked about a lot. So we're going to give a brief update here about what's going on locally and around the country. Um, and, but before we get into that, yeah, any events coming up in this fall? In the local news and events for Moscow, the farmer's yeah. market runs through October, okay. which is fun for, you know, every Saturday morning, but steelhead season opens up here shortly. So, um, I was just talking to Jed. He said the, the run looks really good. Numbers are strong. So should so be a good go? year for steelhead fishing, um, down in the confluence. Um, yep. Down there in Lewiston. Good place to go. Troll or um, fish with plugs. Yeah. Back troll, that kind of thing. Um, so that's coming up. Hunting season is almost upon us, which is crazy. Yep. Um, some of the season, elk early season depredation hunt o- opened August 1st already. And Jed's so big game competition is coming. Up. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yep. Check out that Cordova cooler. They I voted for the Yeti. Just saying. I know, but Cordova is an Idaho company made in Idaho. Cool cooler. So check out the Whitling Realtors page for that. Um, and yeah, as, as hunting season gets kicked off here, get in your entries and somebody's yeah. going to win that awesome cooler. Yeah. So yeah, we just fall is, is awesome. It's my favorite time of the year. Awesome time of the year on the Palouse. Um, we got hunting, you got football, apple starting cider up. pressing out yeah. in Garfield. The harvest is certainly on bumper crop. That's the other thing that's been in the news. Um, there, the yields on this wheat is just absolutely outstanding. We had just great conditions this year. So good. good news for the farmers. Um, I know their input costs are high, but, um, hopefully they'll be able to have a, a really good year this yeah, year. That's great. So, okay. Well, as we're moving into fall, also changes in the housing market. Yeah. Um, one of the things before we kind of get into the data, just that generally speaking, you know, we've, we've been talking some about the slowdown, things are cooling off. Um, but one of the things that we're kind of wondering about is, is this a seasonal change? Mm-hmm. Is this something that is, um, is a bit more of a typical seasonal before the last couple of years? Um, I would always see July, August as a, as a slower months of the year. Um, so I think that one of the things we may be seeing is just that typical slowdown, the summer lull, mm-hmm. and then looking forward to hopefully um, some increased activity coming up. Which um, is more of a normal Moscow fall. condition. 
hundred percent. Right. Yeah, absolutely. People go on vacation. People are, you kind of have this really big flurry in the spring. Sometimes buyers and sellers get a bit of fatigue coming into fall, take a, or into summer, take a breath. And then as people get back into school, back in the swing of things and decide that they want to make a move before winter comes Mm -hmm. fall, obviously, usually September, October, are some of my busiest months of the year. So we'll see what happens. We don't know, but, um, yeah, let's get into uh, some of the numbers. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the things that we talked about, one of our team meetings was looking at July, 2021 or yeah, 2021 versus 2022. So last year to this year. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, we looked at May and June um, a month or so ago, and it was interesting to see definite decline in volume. I think there was about a 25% May and June of 2022 versus the previous year's May and June, about a 22% decline um, in the total dollar volume of sales, real estate sales in Latok County. Um, which was kind of surprising. I mean, um, mm-hmm. you know, the market still strong, uh, prices are still high and actually prices were up from a year ago, right? but overall volume was down. Yeah. Um, and then, so to refresh that a little bit and talk specifically about July, we found was the number of units sold. So that would be the number of homes. This is looking at residential in Latok County. Mm -hmm. So homes, condos, um, was also included residential income in this. So duplexes Mm -hmm. up to fourplexes, um, not, uh, not including land, um, units sold is down 21%. Actually, this might've included land. I'll have to double check that real quick, but, um, units. So the number sold down 21% dollar volume sold down 13%. The difference from that is because the average sale price was still up 10% from mm-hmm. last year. And one of the things that we're seeing, I think, is homes are probably selling for a little bit less than they would have a few months ago during the frenzy of spring, yeah. but still appreciating year over year, up 10% from a year ago. Um, quantity active. Now, this was a really interesting one because we've been talking about increased inventory. Mm-hmm. More homes are currently available for sale active on the market. But the quantity active over that entire month was down 5%. So we actually had more inventory last July. Not really. No. Well, it okay. depends on how you think about it. This okay. is the interesting part. So it's um, we have more currently available, like active on the market right now than we did a year ago. But in terms of the total number of active throughout that month, mm-hmm. it's down. Hmm. Meaning that we have more... At any given moment, we have more available homes, but more fewer homes are coming on the market and okay. selling, right? Right. Which is, again, that activity is overall down mm-hmm. from a year ago. Um, residential, um, interestingly enough, was actually up 2%. Um, income producing properties, and this is something we continue to see, yeah. down 80% total dollar wow. volume from a year ago. Which we are seeing any residential income properties sitting on the market locally in Moscow. Those ones are not moving like they used to. Yeah. So, and that's exactly what was boring bearing out here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fewer sales in that Um, land sales down 38% and commercial. This is just looking at one month. So 
granted it's a small data set when you're talking about that, um, down a hundred percent. So last July there were two commercial sales in Laytaw County. Again, very small yeah. data set, but none this July. So just interesting to but see. But we also saw last year huge increases in sales and land, very unusual for the area. So then to see a decrease in land isn't necessarily a surprise. Yep. And I think and that's I think that's the big takeaway that I'm seeing right now is it's we saw the last two years, really, since COVID hit, 2020 and 2021, were exceptional years. Um, they were certainly the exception. Um, and I think what we're seeing is really more of a return to normal, mm-hmm. right? So it's not like all of a sudden we're seeing a buyer's market. Mm-mm. We're still very much in that seller's market category when you look at days on market and all of that. But it's just a little bit more of a typical seller's market. It feels more like it did the previous five years than it did the last two years. Um, so it's not like homes are sitting for months and months. We're seeing homes sit for two weeks, right. a week two, rather than you know a day or two. So I think that's kind of the overall story. And what is that? How does that bear out with what? what you were pulling. So I just pulled the numbers and we usually, or we try to, (laughs) we don't always get there, but drop these on Monday, um, online. So on Instagram in a graph form, but for over this last week, Saturday to today, 13 went pending, which is actually pretty high. Um, and this is just for Moscow, not all of Latah County. Yeah. So you're saying that, I mean, so I would say what we're starting to see then is even increased right. activity from these, that kind of July slowdown. Yeah. So you're saying, cause what that means is that 13 homes sold, right. went pending, went under contract in just the last week in Moscow. Yeah. And That's the amazing. difference, so 13 went pending, five sold, and that means that they actually made it to the fi- finish line. So inspections, all of that, they closed. made it to the closing yep. table. So it closed would be a more accurate way to say it. Um, we're seeing price drops continue. We had five price drops this week. Um, and then five new homes, three of which it looks like went pending. Yeah. And so I think that one of the interesting things not to jump on, nope, on jump there, on. but, um, that pending versus solds, um, solds is obviously by nature, a lagging indica- indicator, um, yeah. typically 30 to 45 day lagging indicator because those homes would have gone under contract, you know, 45 days, maybe 60 days prior. So mm-hmm. we saw five actually close, but 13 go pending, right. which I think does show that trend, that upward trend of we're moving, we're picking business back up coming mm-hmm. into fall. So again, remains to be seen. Anything can happen. Interest rates are lower now than they were, but you know maybe increasing. There's a lot of talk of recession. Obviously, mm-hmm. nobody has a crystal ball, but we're starting to see what I think is that trend towards fall having a little bit of a pickup in activity more again. activity yeah and we definitely think the interest rates are affecting the residential income properties you know that's a big in- factor yeah there. absolutely there were uh, all kinds of people jumping into that um, world buying up in mis- investment properties over the last couple of years with these historic low rates you know locking those rates in for years and years um, things again are are picking up a little bit um, in interest rates are had but are mellowing out so I think that's some of what we're gonna see is that a lot of buyers kind of backed off mm-hmm. panicked a little bit or just said eh, we're gonna sit on the sidelines and wait um, and now we're starting to just get used to those interest rates in the fives right um, get used to the idea of inflation kind of being here being settled it just but people don't like is that volatility the unknowns 
And um, when things are settling out a little bit, I think we'll see people come back um, into the market. And so is it a good time to come back into the market and buy? That's the question. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think that it's hard to have, it's hard to give a blanket answer to that. Um, is it a good time to buy? Um, you know, I think it really depends on your situation. Um, the biggest thing being making sure that you have, um, you know, uh, adequate income that you're not overextending yourself, um, looking at what your other options are. Uh, I think we, we, I can't remember if we talked about this on the podcast or not, but you know, in the past, before the last couple of years, I would tell somebody, well, or I'd ask somebody, how quickly do you think you're going to move again? How long do you think you're going to be in this house? And if the answer was anything less than two years, I would usually advise it's probably not a good time to buy unless there's a huge opportunity for a major remodel and flip or, you know, something mm -hmm. like that. There's always um, circumstances that might change that. But I think we're getting back to that where the appreciation isn't going to be such that you could make your money back in, in two years. Um, but over the long haul, I think that absolutely the market's going to continue to grow. It's, it's a, there's opportunities in real estate, um, to put in sweat equity to, um, certainly the advantages of the tax advantages versus renting of being able to deduct your mortgage interest. So there's a lot of reasons why it is a good time to get in. Um, but as just an investor, you know, you might sit on the sideline a little bit and wait. Um, I was, we were talking about this yesterday as well. I think that I, in the past, before the last two years, we did see this seasonality to the business. And oftentimes November, December can be a great time to buy mm -hmm. because you do see that little bump of people putting homes on the market in the fall. A lot of them want to get them sold before the end of the year, before winter really hits. Um, so it can be a really good time and there's fewer buyers circling then than there are in the spring, a little mm -hmm. less frenzy. So, um, you know, you might just give it a little bit of time and wait, but I think ultimately, um, it really does come down to that personal, um, situation. What is your situation? Do you need a home? Uh, are you having a hard time renting our rent rates? I think are just going to continue to go up as all of our costs continue to go up. Um, it's going to have to. And so, um, locking in that payment for the long haul can be a really, a really positive thing. Well, and I also think there's the element of viewing your home as not just, um, an investment or an expense, but you know, the quality of life added in, which is hard to put in a dollar value yeah. to. Yeah, no, that absolutely right. I don't think, I think one of the things that got, um, us being kind of America in trouble in the last housing crisis was that everyone thought their home was automatically this great investment. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's not necessarily always the case, but um, you do need a place to live. And so looking at it, not just as like, oh man, this is, I'm going to make a hundred grand on this house. Like, you know, other people did, or like I did over the last couple of years, um, I being, you know, who you're talking to. Um, but it, in terms of, yeah, is this the right place for us to be? Is this mm -hmm. where I want to raise my family? Is this, you know, where I need to be for my job and, and it's better than the other alternatives. So there's all kinds of specific things, uh, specific, specific reasons to do that. But one of the reasons why I do think it is a good time is because we're going to see a continued, um, a continued low inventory situation. Yeah. And this is all across the country. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that was interesting that we um, talked about again, at our meeting yesterday was 
um, home builders. So we're seeing this national kind of slide recession. One of the things you probably saw in the headlines the last couple of days was housing market in a recession, meaning second straight quarter of decline. Um, and uh, but while we're seeing that home builder stocks are actually soaring. So home builder stocks, um, the big Leonard, DR Horton, other big home builders are outpacing the S&P this quarter. Um, a home builder kind of conglomerate um, fund is outpacing at 23% growth versus 14% growth. So we're really seeing investors in a broad sense rallying behind home builders, which may seem counterintuitive. But the reason for that is some of what we're talking about. They're betting on the market staying strong, betting on some seasonality to it, and just understanding that inventory of homes in the U.S. is still at historic lows. Mm -hmm. So when you take a little bit broader view of it, we still have very, very low inventory, and home builders are starting to build less aggressively. So I think versus the last housing crisis, we're not going to see likely this massive overbuilding because home builders are a little hesitant. They're getting ahead of it this time. Um, and we're seeing that even locally, right? Mm -hmm. Like um, there are a number of housing developments starting, getting going, but we're not seeing, you know, 100 basements putting in that, you know, massive speculation on the housing market, which is really going to keep that inventory tight. Mm -hmm. And as long, I mean, it's basic economics, right? Econ yep. 101, supply versus demand. Supply is very, very low. And I think while demand has waned a little bit the last couple of months, that demand is going to continue to grow because ultimately people do need housing. They need a place to live, population growth, all of that is going to lead towards this, you know, supply demand not quite catching up. So I think prices are going to continue to stay strong, continue to grow. And, um, you know, again, if it's the right situation for you, talking to your lender, talking to your financial advisors, um, I don't think there's any reason to hesitate jumping into the market. I agree. And then the other thing that we brought up yesterday at the meeting was if you are planning to sell, and this is looking up ahead, because then, you know, if you're questioning, well, when, when do I put my home on the market for a good price point? Yeah. Um, again, I think you can overthink that. I, I still maintain what I've said all along um, is that kind of late January, February is probably the best time locally to put your home on the market. Um, but that may not fit with your plans, right? right? And if that's you don't not want to wait that world. long. Yeah. Um, but generally speaking, we do see this real kind of pent up demand come over winter with buyers and an eagerness to jump into the market in the spring. And so if you can be one of the first homes on the market mm -hmm. in that early spring, what I've often told you is kind of the first nice week or weekend um, weather wise. And sometimes that comes late January, sometimes mm -hmm. February, sometimes it's March, you know, it, well, we usually get a fake depends. out early. In <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that, you know, is typically when we see that real pent up demand in buyers, a bit of a frenzy and, and some of that unknown. And we, we, that bears out in our data this year too, where we really kind of saw that peak of bidding wars and all of that early spring. Um, so that's what I would tell somebody, but at the same time, um, there's never necessarily a bad time um, mm -hmm. in this area. There's always churn with the universities. There's always people coming and going. There are always buyers. So um, sometimes people can overthink that. Yeah. If it makes sense for you to move now, um, there's always buyers. You know, there's always people out there looking. Mm -hmm. One of the things we are seeing again, overall activity lower, um, fewer showings, fewer offers, yeah. but homes still selling 
well, right. you know, just well, like, like you 13, said, 13 pending. in the last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so homes are still selling well, just less of that frenzy. Um, Tiffany was telling us the other day about this analogy. Somebody told her about the kind of the foam on the beer. So there's some of that like extra foam mm-hmm. has been scraped off, but they're still really solid. Um, you know, solid equity, solid appreciation there, good mm-hmm. demand at the bottom. So yeah. I thought that was kind of an interesting analogy. That is a good one. So Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Nope. That's my data. We have 44 yeah. active ones currently on the market. Yeah. Which again, strong indicator that there is more active available inventory. But and was less that Moscow overall or was that later? I think that was Moscow. Okay. So yeah. 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 Well, um, yeah. Give your agent a call if you have any particular questions about it. The um, other big thing to underline if you are a buyer on it and wanting to jump in, cause it's still worth it while, while we're not dealing with a frenzy of the craziness of spring, but you want to be prepared. So already having your pre-approval ready to go is, you know, going to put you miles ahead. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is a really good point is that it's tempting to think, well, these homes are going to sit for a yeah. few weeks now. Or I'm not ready homes to Homes that are yet. priced right are still moving within a couple of days, still going relatively quickly. Yeah. And so sometimes if you're sitting on the sidelines too long, that opportunity can pass you by. So yeah. that's a great point. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks for joining us. Like, share, subscribe. We'll see you next week.